0: This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's community access radio station Plains FM 96.9 and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air.
1: Welcome to Foundations, a weekly program brought to you by the Reformed Church of Christchurch. Hello, I'm Esther Smith. This is the first Sunday in December, which means that Christmas is very near. When we think about Christmas, we usually think of joy and peace and goodwill to all mankind, okay, and presents. But the Bible also tells us of a very sad event that took place around the time of the first Christmas that included none of these good things. Here's Hendrik now to tell us more about this.
0: Well, it's early December, which means Christmas is not all that far off. Lots of happy times ahead for the next few weeks, right? But you know, one of the sad things about the Christmas season is that for many people, it is a very difficult time of the year. Christmas is supposed to be a time of joy, peace, happiness. Yet for many people, the Christmas season holds no joy. In fact, for some, it's the most difficult time of the year. Depressed people often get more depressed. Lonely people often get more lonely during Christmas. Those who have recently lost a loved one due to death often have a difficult time during the Christmas season. Family get-togethers serve only as a reminder of the one who is no longer present. It's also hard for those who have gone through a divorce. For them as well, Christmas serves as a reminder of times past when things seem to be so much better. You know, when we think of the story of the first Christmas as it's told in the Bible, we usually think of the wonder and the beauty of it all. Angels singing, glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to men on whom his favour rests. We think of the shepherds praising God. And a star shining in the heavens, with three wise men coming from far away to worship the newborn king. Awesome events. And yet, it would seem that for so many people, Christmas is not a time of wonder, but a time of grief. But you know something, there was also intense grief around the time of the first Christmas. Let me read for you from the Bible. Matthew 2 verse 18 A voice is heard in Ramah, weeping and great mourning, Rachel weeping for her children and refusing to be comforted, because they are no more. There was mourning because the wicked king of that day, a man by the name of Herod, he had felt threatened by stories of a newborn king being born in Bethlehem. So he tried to kill the baby Jesus, by killing all the baby boys in Bethlehem, two years old and under. Terrible. Of course there would be weeping and great mourning. But that's not something we always think about at Christmas time, is it? You don't exactly see Christmas cards sent out that have on them a picture of the slaughter of Bethlehem's children. And yet, it would seem to be such a fitting Christmas story for those with mourning hearts during the holiday season. But now, when considering the prevalence of grief in the world, when considering how sorrow seems to gain the upper hand so often, you have to realize one thing. Sin lies behind grief. Sin is the reason for mourning. Sin results in death. Sin results in pain. Sin results in weeping. Of course, in that story about Herod and Bethlehem's boys, It's easy to see how sin was the root cause. King Herod was more than willing to have all kinds of children killed just to get at one of them. Mind-boggling sin. But while Herod's wickedness was obvious, not all mourning seems to have as its reason such obvious evil. Some tragedies appear to be the result of accidents or random illness. And you would not normally think to blame that sort of thing on sin. And yet, sin is still the ultimate cause for mourning. Because you see, if it wasn't for the sinfulness of humanity, there would be no sickness and pain. There would be no death. And you know something? It is not just the guilt of evil men, such as Herod, that's the problem. It's our own guilt and sin. It is the sinful human nature every one of us has at the core of our being. In it lies the base cause for all of our weeping. My friend, do you recognize how the ultimate reason for your sorrow and mourning lies within yourself? Oh, I'm not saying that every time something bad happens to you, then it's specifically your fault. But what I am saying is that you and I We as sinners share in the guilt of sinful humanity. You, as a sinful person, share in the responsibility for the ills of humanity, which lead to suffering and grief. So, there is so much sorrow, so much grief. And the reason there is mourning is because of mankind's sinfulness. But you know, there is good news. There is comfort even in the midst of suffering. There is a comfort that comes to us from the Bible. It is the true comfort of Christmas. It is the comfort that comes from faith. It is the comfort that comes from knowing that Jesus Christ, He who came to the world as a mere child, He came in order that He might die for the sins of His people and free them from death. This comfort is experienced by anyone who recognizes the newborn baby Jesus Christ is the ultimate Lord of everything. I'd like to read for you from the Bible, from Jeremiah chapter 31. Jeremiah lived many years before Jesus was born, but he prophesied about the slaughter of Bethlehem's baby boys. This is what the Lord sees: A voice is heard in Ramah, mourning and great weeping, Rachel weeping for her children and refusing to be comforted, because her children are no more. This is what the Lord sees. Restrain your voice from weeping and your eyes from tears, for your work will be rewarded, declares the Lord. So there is hope for your future, declares the Lord. And then he says, restore me and I will return, because you are the Lord my God. God's people mourn, but the Lord hears the cries of His people, and He has mercy upon them. The Lord loves them, and He will grant them peace. And He is in complete control. We can have hope for the future, in spite of the worst efforts of evil men. God will comfort His people. Oh, to be sure, mourning and suffering will continue to be part of our lives. But we can have hope if we belong to Christ and have faith in Him because we know that one day our suffering will come to an end. Death will be swallowed up in life. Darkness will be swallowed up in light. Despair will be swallowed up in joy. Gloom will be swallowed up in eternal happiness. And mourning will be swallowed up in peace. Of course, At this point in time, that peace might seem like it's incredibly distant when you are in the midst of prison suffering. Yet still, that comfort can be very healing when you have faith in Jesus. I pray that you may know this comfort. If you do not know of the only true comfort that can heal you in the midst of a weeping world, if you do not know the comfort of Christ Christmas will have no ultimate meaning for you. I pray that you may be able to say, Yes, there is weeping, but there is also hope. Then you can join in saying during this Christmas season, Praise be to the newborn king.
1: You're listening to Foundations on Plains FM 96.9 Today you've heard Hendrik Barker reading edited material written by Reverend Jim Klausinger. Please join us next Sunday at 10am or 10.30pm when we'll be considering what Christmas is about, when all the presents and good food are stripped away. Until then, from the Foundations team, goodbye. You can contact the Foundations team by sending an email to foundationsonplanes@gmail.com. at gmail.com Join us for worship on Sunday at the Reformed Church of Christchurch. Our services are at 10.30am and 5pm at 63 Cornwall Street.